0: Welcome to the podcast. We talk about all the things that are hidden in the shadows. This is Isaac,
1: and this is Megan.
0: Hey, guys. Anyway, um, thought I to say hello in the beginning?
1: Oh, okay. No, it threw me off because not... isn't that? Didn't you like do the intro differently? No. Oh, weird. I don't know what. Okay, it's muscle
0: memory at this point. Yeah, okay. we do it over a year. Yeah. Which uh, I was gonna say brings to our current subject that we did almost a year ago. It was one of like the first episodes we did. Yeah. And now we're bringing it back with. More info.
1: Yeah, a lot more. I know a lot more now than what I did then.
0: Yeah, and it's uh, basically Terrors of the Deep Two, uh, the Haunted Seas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which just sounds like a movie.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I like one of those corny movies like Sharknado.
0: Oh my god. Yeah, but um, yeah, it's. it's I thought you know myself, you know, we've been doing it for so long, and we talk about bringing back some episodes we did, you know, in the beginning, which if you haven't heard those, go back. Yeah. Granted, not the best quality, because we didn't have, like, the best stuff, but uh, we get to hear, like, some of our early takes and stuff. Yeah, Yeah. and
1: that's, like, before, too, we knew we were, like, fully into our abilities, too, so, like, it's different. I know, like, a lot of people said that they've gone back and, like, listened from the very beginning, and they were saying that they liked the progression of, like, you know, because we obviously got a little bit better with the podcasting. We got a little bit better, you know, like, talking and being, you know, comfortable on the microphone and... Then comfortable on our abilities and all that stuff. So,
0: yep. Um, not much of a haunted update. Just something cool I wanted to talk about. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I recently purchased. this. Granted, it's not the real one, mm-hmm. but it's like a replica version of King Solomon's ring, mm-hmm. right, with a seal on it and everything. And a the theory that uh, me and Mike were talking about. on the last investigation we did uh, was with my ability combined with that ring. In a sense of that symbol, what it means to dark entities and such, could my ability trap them in the ring? I mean, guess what King Solomon did. In a sense that he used demons or gens to you know build his temple and stuff like that. I would say I would use them to do that. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a thought. You know, yeah. I just I don't I wouldn't even test it out until I come across more because I haven't worn it since we investigated last. Yeah. So which
1: is we're going out a couple more times soon. Yeah. So.
0: Uh, but that's just uh, cool, isn't it? Just had to share. Yeah. 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 Also, um, if you guys, it, it recently came out, um, you'd have to become a patron of, not us, but Believe in the Bazaar. Yeah. To hear the awesome interview I did with them. Yeah. Yeah. So, and they're also
1: in general, so.
0: Yeah. So if you want to throw a few bucks at them just to hear my interview, go ahead.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but they, they have really cool content, so. Yeah. Being part of it. You know, it was worth it.
0: Yeah. But on to today's episode, Megan. Terror- oh, yeah. Terrorist. With all your notes.
1: Yeah, I actually have extensive notes. I actually kind of, like, dug deep into this, and I actually enjoyed researching. Um, because, like, I don't know why the first time I did the research, like, I had the hardest time finding things. Like, I could, like, I found, like, a couple of, like, creatures and, like, I don't know, like, uh, underwater city-type situations but this time, I found a chunk of stuff. Like, it, it. it's significant. So, the fact that, you know, only 5% of the ocean is even, dis- like, discovered. Technically, we know more about outer space than the ocean itself. It's not really, like, a lot of this stuff isn't really, like, well, I guess it's scary when you think about it, about it in terms of, like, you being in the ocean and there's nothing around you and this stuff. So, yeah. But, well, I
0: mean, I originally you had a, a phobia. Back
1: yeah.
0: when I was young. uh we uh, live
1: next to the ocean, so. Yeah,
0: uh, of, uh, say, I don't know if I still do or not. I had a dream that I was on a pirate ship that kind of was being attacked. I remember I jumped ship because it was exploding and it was underwater and I could see the ship, the other ship off in a distance. I guess that's how clear the water was. So I fact it had to be in a Caribbean or something. Yeah. But um, I don't know. I felt safe in the water when I usually, most of the times, it would terrify me. Yeah. So I don't know if I'd be. I don't know if that broke me of my fear or not, but I haven't tested it yet. Yeah. We kind of went to the beach, but... Uh, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah, he stayed in the sand, and I was the one that took Kelly and um, our son out to the water, because he went when he was younger, but like, I don't know why, we we're just not like, like, we live next to the beach, but we're not like one of those like, consistent like, summer beach goer families, we just like, it's like a once or twice a year thing.
0: i always wear a, a Salt Life shirt, Yeah, Salt Life stickers on my cars, yeah. Salt Life, blah, <laughs> blah, blah, whatever.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, because we live, I mean, not close, close, but we're, like, for anybody that doesn't kind of, like, know the like, where we're from, we're not from, but, like, where we're at, we're based out of, basically, you know, the show Outer Banks, yeah, it's, I don't really care for the show, but, like, that area, not, like, yeah. Anyway. Okay, sorry. Just I uh, know just to give someone like some reference because like wh- anywhere you go around this area, like whether it's like Wilmington, which is like an hour away, it's a bigger college town, or you know farther nor- nor- north, north, farther <laughs> farther north, you know, like sea and ocean and that kind of life, coastal life is like we throughout, but. One thing that I found out, because there are some creepy facts that I found out about the ocean, like, getting into, like, researching. And there's this creepy thing in March of 2018. So, there's so much ocean around the world that, of course, things wash up, weird stuff, um, things like that. But in March in 2018, uh, Siberian fishermen found a bag of 54 severed hands that washed up. Authorities were called, but they said it was from a forensic lab who improperly disposed of them. That's just how they what they said. They just were like, yeah, hmm.
0: hoping what sharks would eat them.
1: I don't know. I don't know. The, but that's kind of interesting. The fact that like, or some llamas, nothing ate the hands. You,
0: don't you know get that joke? Do you? No llamas.
1: Oh, it is not from that. Coral. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
0: I remember That's that. a deep cut. And if you know what that is, you're pretty cool.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but I also found too, this is another kind of like interesting fact about, um, the ocean leading into all this is there's things called the deep sea vents. And that's like one of the things that kind of gave me like the chills, like researching the ocean is the fact that like there's parts of the ocean that are just so deep and just like, there's no light and everything. And one of the things that, um, because I think I stumbled upon a uh, article that basically said, like, why humans shouldn't be, like, deep, deep in the ocean, that kind of thing. And one of the things was about deep sea vents. So, basically, deep sea vents, um, they do high-temperatured water, but basically can melt your flesh off, like, clean off the bone. Right. In, and it's high in sulfuric acid, but can reach up to 18 feet tall, like the, how they shoot. Like The best way to describe it is it looks like, like, jets. And it's on the bottom of the sea.
0: No, like I've seen them know? in like in, in uh, documentaries and stuff. One of the things I've been seeing, mm-hmm. talk about in the depths, is since we are, I guess, exploring more to the bottom of the seas and stuff like that. Yeah, um, we're starting catching more things than we usually would. Our cameras are better, yeah. right? So a lot of things are getting better to record or take pictures of while we're down there. And I guess I don't know if the government doesn't care because since they yeah, you know talked about you know aliens being real and stuff like that i yeah. guess they don't care about you know sharing pictures of what they're finding on the bottom of the ocean
2: mm-hmm.
0: and a recent one i saw was this giant creature that i guess the the navy or whatever shared it was following a submarine Ugh. and if you ever been near a submarine and you see how big they are right the submarines you usually see that you know the navy s- people use and stuff mm-hmm. like that they're humongous yeah. they house it's almost like a size of a city this creature swimming next to this submarine was bigger than it. It had like stone skin almost. Ew. It almost looked like stone in a sense. Yeah. And, it, and it, it, it had limbs, a head, and like, I guess legs and a tail and stuff like that it was swimming next to it. Ugh. Now, that was scary enough to see. They couldn't really picture it about its face or anything like that. But anything that lives on the bottom of the ocean really doesn't need eyes Yeah. to see because what it's done to see it, the a darkness, there's no light. Mm-hmm. So eyes. If something evolved at the bottom of the ocean, it would have no eyes. Yeah. And there have been fish that they found at the bottom of the ocean that have no eyes. Mm. Uh, some use light to uh, distract and attract their prey, like the the angelfish. Yeah, right. Or was it? Is it angelfish? Or I don't it? think it is. That, is.
1: that it? I know what you're talking about. That that thing that it lights cuttlefish, up. Cuttlefish.
0: Right? Whatever that big fish is with like a giant mouth and spiky teeth, and basically and uses a little like, light on top of its head.
1: Yeah, didn't. There's a kid cartoon that used it. Finding Nemo. Finding Nemo. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, but yeah, you use the, the light to basically uh, hypnotize their prey while they you know eat them.
1: Oh, well, that's great.
0: Yeah, but no, we seem to be finding more and more things at the bottom of the ocean. And then there was that that recent one of uh, the, the Japanese um submariners or I forgot what they were doing, not whalers, but they were at the bottom of the ocean and uh, off the coast of Japan, and this literal looking dragon, Dang. like it looked like a dragon. It Not like Japanese-style dragons, right? How they, they depict them in art. Like an American dragon, like you from Game of Thrones. Mm. Like that dinosaur style, type of head, like scaly lizard kind of thing. And it peeked in t- from the darkness, got close to it, and then like, scaled back. Dang. Right? I was like, holy crap, right? Ah, it, real or fake, I don't know. Yeah. But it looked pretty real. And the fact that we have things like that in the bottom of the ocean, you know? Yeah,
1: I mean, it's undiscovered, so... A lot of it is undiscovered.
0: Yeah. People always talk about how we, we, like you said in the beginning, we only like really explore 5% of our oceans. Yeah. There is. And you think about Earth. When you see Earth from space, right, you see mostly water.
2: Yeah. That's true. So
0: our planet, as big as it is, right, uh, well, big to us anyway. (laughs) We're tiny compared to other planets. But as big as it is to us, Mm -hmm. the majority of our space on this planet is water. Yeah. Not land. So, a lot of it, creature-wise, animal-wise, is underwater or in the water.
1: And you gotta think, because we don't discover, like, because we don't go digging into the depths and all that stuff, that's they're allowed to, like, be. They're allowed to, you know, like, they don't have to worry about people poking and prying them like you would, like, obviously, we just, like, go through woods and, and tear trees down and all of that stuff. We don't really do that in the ocean. So, whatever habitat that. Those creatures live in is pretty much stays that way.
0: And then you know you get the, the theories and stuff like that. Well, funny enough, um, in comic books, uh, I think it's a, it's Marvel. Not well, they both have the same story, but Marvel's the only one that actually talks about Lumeria. Yeah. And I know Lumeria is one of those cities people talk about the center of the earth and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Lumeria in Atlantis in Marvel Comics was ones that got sunken by the sea. Yeah, mm-hmm. basically was was taken by the sea. And that's where the Mariner lives. Yeah. Right. That's superhero. You have no idea what I'm talking yeah, about. No He's going to be in a movie soon, so you're going to probably find out. But, um, just big me being a big nerd. That's one of the cities that were. And people talk about Lemuria in a sense of it, it being the center of the Earth city.
2: Yeah. You no,
0: know, people always talk about Atlantis being the lost city. Like, oh, it's underwater somewhere. You know, you got, you know, Atlanteans who live on the water can breathe, right? Aquaman and such. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, Lemuria is another one that, that people don't really talk about. Which yeah, I always which, find interesting.
1: Yeah, that one for sure. With me, like I was reading, um I think I saw a TikTok. No, saw a TikTok video talking about Lemuria, and funny enough, I didn't research that when like I was researching. But I felt I, like pulled to like research more about Lemuria. Lemuria, Lemuria but Maria.
0: Um, one thing I wanted to talk about I, I, I think yeah we didn't talk about it in the last episode or last deep one, because I think we talked mostly about Mariner's Trench and Mermaids. Um, is as much as there's scary stuff underwater, there is ghosts on top of it, yeah. i.e., ghost ships.
2: Oh, yeah.
0: Right? Yeah. Some of the most famous ones people have seen are most battleships from the era of pirates and stuff like mm-hmm. that, in the 1800s. Um, occasionally you'll see one made of steel. Yeah. And then there's the famous uh, Philadelphia Project where the ship teleported. Dang. Yeah. And it came back to a different spot that wasn't even on the map. Yeah. Um, But that's a story for another day. Yeah. (laughs) But one of the most famous ghost ships of Mm -hmm. all time. I don't know if you can guess it or not.
1: Flying
0: Dutchman?
1: There you go. You you know why I remember that one specifically? Do you remember the SpongeBob episode with the Flying Dutchman?
2: wee Yeah.
0: (laughs) Sounds like Killian. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Our son does that.
0: No. Um... The Flying Dutchman, of course, is captained by Davy Jones, yeah. and who is basically like the grim reaper of the seas. Yeah. Um, most people who die find themselves at the mercy of the Flying Dutchman, or they see the Flying Dutchman as a, like an omen of death.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, the original, you know, find up Pirates Caribbean, people talk about how it's a moving stuff. They had a lot of factual stuff in there. Yeah. Like the first, um, I guess, business mm-hmm. was the East India Trading Company. Yeah, they did most of the business across the seas, yeah. where pirates really wanted to, you know, take that stuff from the goods, the money, the gold, all that was being transferred mm-hmm. by that company.
2: Yeah,
0: um, they were actually ones that actually had, fun fact. Uh, they were actually ones ever had the first ever stocks, mm-hmm. bonds, and stocks was yeah. them. So, um,
1: that's a fun fact. That used to be one of my favorite movies.
0: No, Pirates Caribbean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, but no. The the Flying Dutchman was originally seen by sailors who sailed uh, on the East India Trading Company, and they they spotted them and saw them, and they they spread stories of like a ghost ship that was on the seas that, um, for sailors who get lost at sea and stuff like that. Yeah. Where if you remember, was it the second Pirates Caribbean? We talked about Flying Dutchman.
1: Yeah, I think I saw the first three, and then it kind of like started drifting off. (laughs)
0: Like, I don't
1: remember past like the third one, but it's crazy though you say that because. When I was researching one of the, like, the, I think it was, like, I forgot, like, where I read it. But it was, like, the 25 top, like, creepiest facts about the ocean. And one of the things was that there are over, or they estimate that there is over 3 million shipwrecks across the world. So, yeah. So, I guess, like, ghost ships are technically when something, like, when the crew goes, gets... Killed or something, and the boat continues on, it doesn't sink.
0: You know, it's funny, I know the story, I just can't remember what the ship was or where it was seen or what year it was. Yeah. Um, but actually, know, I think it was around World War One mm-hmm. or something. Um, sailors, they saw a wooden ship coming in, coming in, inland, right?
1: Mm-hmm. And it's off
0: the coast, and I, th- I think it was America, I, I think is where they saw it, or England. I can't remember. All I remember is that a crew of Navy, uh, uh, I want to say Marines, but it doesn't make any sense. Soldiers in the mm-hmm. Navy, they have a proper term. I know they do. Do
2: they?
0: I don't know. No, no, no. I don't sailors. Know. Sailors. Here there you go. go. Uh, why the hell did that escape my head? <laughs> Navy sailors Um, swore they saw a wooden ship that resembled a Spanish ship that had been lost at sea, and it got close to them from the sea on board. There was no, there's nobody on board. Nobody, no, no blood, no bodies or anything. And it, it was drifting on its own. Like it was just moving across the water with the wind blowing in its sails slowly. And then it drifted off into the fog and disappeared. Never mm-hmm. to be seen again.
1: Well, that's like the amount of stuff they've seen. Like I forgot the Dead Sea. I think it was in the Dead Sea. Yeah, they found a 20 or 2000 year old boat in the Dead Sea, in the Black Sea. So. You know, ghost ships are basically still on top of the water. But when you think about it, like the shipwrecks, the stuff that they're able to find, even like. Because they were saying like I, another fact that I kind of found out was that there are statement was that there are more artifacts in the ocean than in all of the museums combined in the world.
0: You think about all the battles and and ties, pirates, you know, blew up other ships sank ships, other ships and battles and stuff yeah. like that over time. Now, not even in our, our American season in the Caribbean and stuff like that. Even in Greek and Greece times and stuff yeah. like that around that area. People have been sailing ships in the like three hundred BC even before. Yeah. And even the Viking era and stuff like that. But well, that was around AD, but like the B C era, the Greece mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Ancient Romans, they had ships as well. Um and over time and all those ships that were sunken and stuff like that. There's, you know, c- consistent amount of bodies and amount of ships and artifacts and random stuff you could find at the bottom of the ocean and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Granted, most of that has been, I would say, pillaged by treasure hunters and stuff like that. Yeah. But getting stuff out of the bottom of the ocean is a lot harder, and a lot of stuff loses its value because it's, you know, it's...
1: Well, I would think, too, like, it would be very hard to, like, like, if something's been stuck in the ocean for a long time, it's probably hard, like, when they try to remove it because... It stayed intact underwater, but when you start like plus the pressure, apart. the yeah. pressure of the ocean, the yeah, we got um, a famous uh,
0: shipwreck right across from us over here. Yeah, which is
1: I don't know, I'm blinking.
0: Queen Anne's Revenge. Oh yes, Blackbeard yeah. ship. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. That's the one thing um, that uh, like this area is known for is that Blackbeard share Sailed right there. Yeah, yeah. And sailed. There's actually a house I think in Beaufort. Beaufort. Yeah. I'm sorry. My, I don't know what's going on with my speaking. I'm, like, saying the words wrong. Anyways, um, I forgot the actual tale, but it's, like, he lived in the house and, like, that's where he, like, killed his girlfriend because, I guess, she was sleeping with one of the crewmen.
2: To her, she cheated on me.
1: Yeah, and you can hear her crying. She was, I don't know. But, um, but yeah. I think I actually I don't think you could go in that house. I think someone owns it.
0: Yeah, it's, it's not a historical site house, even though they've been asked By the people who own it numerous times, if they can make it a historical stop, but all you get is a plaque outside. That's it. You can't go inside, which is like, they could be making so much money.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But, um, so the one, one thing that I found that I thought was interesting, um, it's not anything, I, I don't really think it's like paranormal ish, but, um, so, some of, even though we're focused on the ocean and sea, I did find something about like sinkholes, which is kind of like, um, like a nat- natural, like water pit area, right? Um, but I found, I thought this was interesting because it was actually in a lump article that talked about like weird stuff that they found or whatever. But basically, they found elongated skulls in a sinkhole in Mexico. I'm not even going to try and pronounce this, but, um, basically the area that they found it was a, uh, people are going to come for me because I don't know if I'm going to say it this, a cenote, right? That sounds right? It sounds right. But basically a cenote is a natural pit or sinkhole resulting from the collapse of limestone bedrock that exposes groundwater. So just so you know what that is. But cenotes are basically, they're all around the world, but they're specifically in Mexico. Hmm. Anyways, but it was um, basically located in Mexico's Yucatan Peninsula. And basically, locals talked about the location and that you didn't like the feeling of it. They warned people, don't go over there. Like, it's not good. Um, But in 2012, a team of divers said, what the heck? And went to explore it anyways. They discovered two chambers littered with human bones, including deformed heads. Uh, National Geographic basically made a comment about it and said the skulls were probably got there due to human sacrifice. Uh, the shape of the skulls and the deformity was a method of intention intentional deformation practiced by ancient Maya cultures. So yeah. No, I thought funny. that was interesting because a lot of, that's the thing, is like even in the ocean there's a lot of not only creature carcasses, but like human carcasses.
0: Yeah, there's all skeletons, only. there. Yeah,
1: skeletons. Oh no, I, I said carcasses. That's weird. <laughs> That's scary. Why would I say that?
0: I don't know. There's hey. carcasses
1: down there. All right. Okay, I just scared myself. I gotta shut up.
0: No, that just reminded me of something, uh, I recently uh, found out is that uh, James Cameron, which, you know, famous director and all that. Um, when he was doing that documentary thing, I guess on Titanic or whatever, yeah, where he went on his water and stuff yeah. before he filmed the film. Uh, while they were down there, they actually experienced something extremely creepy.
2: Yes
0: somewhere down near the Titanic um, they found it like it looked like a giant almost like a spaceship essentially
1: oh yeah I think I remember seeing that yeah, it
0: made it, like it It was shiny and it had a material but as they got closer to it the air pressure changed to like a, almost like
2: a
1: oh my gosh
0: right and it didn't understand what the hell was going on it was like a slow pace like like and they got closer to this object they got made with another piece of the ship or something like that. Like, mm-hmm. oh, we need find this. No one found this. And as they got closer to this object, basically kind of backed up into the darkness, and then they tried to go faster to find it, and it disappeared. And one of the guys said, you know, that, that air pressure change kind of sounded like breathing. Mm. Yeah.
1: Ew. Ew. <laughs> ew, ew, ew.
0: Just shows the goda that we don't know what the hell's down there.
1: That's another thing, too, like... Uh water too, like like the ocean the fact that a lot of planes go missing over the ocean too
0: yeah well you that old conspiracy that what's your face um amelia Earhart was lost at sea yeah when i think with more evidence today the stronger theory is that she landed on this island and her being like half dead all these crabs ate her yeah um
1: but no it I totally forgot about this, but remember the Malaysia Flight 370, mm. where two hundred and thirty nine passengers and crew basically went missing. It was going from Malaysia to Beijing, mm. and kind of reminded me of that that movie Manifest. Remember they they or not movie show on Netflix where they disappear on the plane and come back, and it's like five years later.
2: Yeah, I, I never watched it.
1: Yeah, it's it's a pretty good show, regardless. Um, but. That makes me wonder: Could there be portals in the water? That people well, go through?
0: Remember, I told you about um, that old—I forgot what that saying's from—the you know, Bible or some other like urban legend or legend of it, history. But they're saying there's three portals to hell: um, one in the ocean, one in the desert, and one in Jerusalem. Mm-hmm. Um, one right. in the desert being somewhere in Africa. One in, basically uh, one in the water in the ocean, saying explaining the Bermuda Triangle, and one in Jerusalem. No one really knows. Yeah. Um but the ocean, essentially the Bermuda's Triangle area, which is actually very close to us. I didn't know that. Yeah. It's not that far. I was like, what? Well, I thought it was like in the middle of the ocean near us, not like this close. Yeah. Like you can get a boat and go there. Okay. Um, but yeah, basically Bermuda, right? The island of Bermuda mm-hmm. near Bermuda's Triangle is where, you know, mm-hmm. where it gets its name from. But there, people say it's always like there's either a lot of portals there or there's one giant massive one. Because, like, the electromagnetic energy in that area is intense. Hence, why most, you know, um, instruments, uh, pilots, and even the ship's instruments go, like, haywire. Like, if you sail through it, like, your compass will be spinning all different directions.
2: Jeez.
0: Um, so they don't know exactly why. They chalk it up to there's a lot of iron and other, like, heavy met- metals mm-hmm. that are, in like, concentrating in that one area, giving off that level of magnitude, magneticism. It causes those things to go haywire. like Probably planes crash and stuff like that because they don't have any instruments to fly on.
1: Well, I thought it was, like, like some of the pictures that I was, like, looking at uh, for research and stuff like that. It always boggles my mind. Like, I don't know if you've seen it, where it's, like, it's ocean and then there's, like, a huge just hole in the ocean.
0: Oh, just because it's real deep in that one spot. I don't know. Was so that was that famous blue hole? Where is it?
1: Uh I, I was, like, where, South America somewhere. Yeah, it's, like, somewhere around there. But, like, it's just a hole. And I'm, like... What happens if you freaking go in that? Like,
0: uh, ba- d- d- divers have tried to reach the bottom, but they can't get very far. That is
1: one profession I would not like to have at all. Diving, like, exploring—that's one of the questions too. Like I asked um, everyone on on Instagram stories today: was Would you ever go deep sea diving? Like deep sea diving, like not like at the beach or like in a little scuba thing, but like straight up deep sea diving. And then, yeah, me and I, I I basically answered for you because I knew what your answer would be, but it's a firm no for me. Like, I don't know. why. I don't know. I think it's maybe the the unknown because you don't know what's out there. And obviously what's in the ocean over here is different with ocean, you know, the Pacific ocean or whatever. So you don't freaking know what the heck you're getting into. Like. It's so unpredictable. Like, when you say, oh, yeah, I'm going to go deep-sea dive, you don't know what you're going to get into. Like, if you go in the woods, you know, you can run into bears, mountain lions, weird humanoid creatures. You're into that. You know, like, stuff like that. But, like, when you go in the ocean, you really don't know. You know? I mean, you know there's fish. And sharks. And sharks and whales and stuff like that, but... and Did you know? I, forget, I think it's called Neptune's Memorial Reef. You can actually get buried under the sea in this memorial cemetery. There's a lot of underground cemeteries, too, down there. Like, intentional underground, underwater cemeteries.
0: So I thought it was weird. How is anyone ever going to visit you? Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Oh,
1: Charlie, let's go dive and let's go see, uh...
0: I left flowers for them, but they
1: floated to the top. (laughs) Oh my god! That's horrible. (laughs) Uh, We gotta anchor the flowers down. No, but... There's a couple other things I was like, what the frock, right? Because, like, it blew my mind to see it, like, in the in the Black Sea, which that's probably a sea that I wouldn't conveniently say, let's go chill out in the Black Sea, because there's some crazy stuff. Um I think that 2,000-year-old ship is in the Black Sea, too. Um, but there's an undersea river, which that, like, makes my mind go, like, Cause it's oh, yeah, I've seen it. it's so weird looking because it's like it's like a river but it's underwater. How that happens, I don't know. It's weird.
0: Something about pressure and and and, and airflow. I don't know. <laughs> I was trying to explain it in my head. I can't and couldn't get. It.
1: But uh, one thing I did come upon. Um, so last episode we talked about the Bermuda Triangle, but there is something we did. It. We did. It. Did we? Yeah. We went in depth with the Bermuda Triangle.
0: Oh, the last time we did this. Yes. You said last episode, I'm like no? No.
1: Oops, if I said <laughs> last episode, pardon Pardon me, I meant to say last you yeah. know. Um but in uh, Japan there is a like sister area to the Bermuda Triangle. So it's basically called it's well, you know, it's called the Devil See the Dragon's Triangle, which is kind of scary. Mm. Um But it's located near the Japanese coast in the Pacific Ocean. Uh, The Devil's Sea is one of the 12 vile vortexes located around the Earth. Vile vortexes are those areas where the pool of the planet's electromagnetic waves is stronger than anywhere else. Um, The Dragon's Triangle extends as a triangle between Japan and the islands of Bonin. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Mm. Including a major portion of the Philippian Sea. Philippine Sea maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I suck at words. Sorry. <laughs> uh geographically the triangle is located around the Miyaki, which is a Japanese island that lies around a hundred kilometers south of Tokyo. Um they don't know the exact location of the Devil Sea. Uh, it's been disputed between, you know, like a bunch of groups and, and people making claims about it. Um but yeah. So,
0: you know, um, there's another triangle, apparently, in the United States. Really? In Michigan. Michigan Lakes. The Great mm. Lakes. Uh, it's near Ohio, because I remember uh, Blue and Bizarre talked about
2: it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. the mm-hmm. and
0: Bizarre. Uh, so I was like, what? Apparently, the crazy crap happened in that area. And again, most people chalk it up to, like, heavy elect- electromagnetic to have any energy. Because the, uh, one of the, this is kind of off topic, but it, it relates to it, mm-hmm. is that paranormal investigators lose you check for high, high levels of, of uh, electromagnetic energy yeah. in places because it, uh, too much can cause people to hallucinate. Yeah. And hence why it makes people think atomic. Yeah. When it could really just be a scientific explanation. Yes. Um, but that's an ongoing theory. Okay.
1: What? Oh, sorry. I had to take a sip of my, uh, Pumpkin Spiced Ice Espresso drink. <laughs> um, but yeah, so going back to that devil's triangle, there's been, you know, same kind of situation as a Bermuda Triangle. There's lores and legends saying that there's a dragon underneath. That's why, you know, like all of that stuff happens. Um, But I... Okay, so... I thought it would be interesting to... Look into encounter stories because you know how they say like police officers or whatever have like or park rangers have intense like stories you know on the job of you know the woods or or weird stuff they come by at night that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Um, so I was like, hmm, who are normally out at sea at for a chunk of time? It's like fishermen, divers, um. Those kind of things. So I stumbled upon an article by the Thought, ca- Thought Catalog. And if you haven't checked out them for paranormal like postings and articles, check them out because that's like my go-to. Um, but they have a tendency of like compiling tons of different um, encounter stories into one. And the one that I came across was Nightmares at the Sea Encounter Stories. So, okay, first one. We both turn, so this is, we both turn to see a figure dressed in black, flowing robes walking towards us on the outside of the ship. So this is a story about that. You
0: right into it with no context, huh?
1: (laughs) It was a foggy night off the shore of Long Island, and I was on a 75 foot schooner. The fog was so thick that you couldn't see more than 10 feet in front of you. The captain tells me there's no point to continue my watch at the bow of the ship, and him and I start turning at the talking at the stern. About that time, there is a thunk on the side of the ship. We both turn to see a figure dressed in black flowing robes walking towards us on the outside of the ship. The robes were scratching down the side of the ship. It keeps coming closer and is high enough in the air that the top is about even with our heads. It turns out that it was just a black flag to mark a lobster plot. But for those first few seconds, it was terrifying.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: so that's kind of a funny one. But I don't know. I could imagine like being out and see that, you know, you encounter creepiness stuff like that. Have you seen that video that just turned up on TikTok about the guy? He was, um, I guess like he's a fisherman or he works on a fishing boat and it's like, at night and there's not a lot of crew on the ship it's like him two other guys something like that and they're you know out at sea and he's hearing like the humming the singing like and like some people are saying it's a whale but then it doesn't sound like a whale it's got like almost sounds like human kind of but it's creepy and like i know the comments are like don't pay attention to it don't pay attention to it you know because they think it could be a siren or a mermaid yeah that's interesting.
0: Well, but. sirens and, and mermaids are they depending on where, what, what area of lore you're listening to or hearing a story from? Mm-hmm. They're, they're almost alike, and sometimes they're different because mm-hmm. some mermaids would use a siren song mm-hmm. to attract sailors to it, so they can take them to their death. Yeah, or deep to the depths, so to their deaths. Yeah. Anyway, um, or sirens are their own creature too, and basically they they uh, especially sirens of the land. As we talked about before. Um, yeah. Or banshees. Uh, how they, yeah. they have association to each other. Really? Yeah. I
1: thought banshees were uh, just like omens of death.
0: Oh, and, yeah, he had a screaming and stuff like that. Oh, okay, gosh. Gotcha. But, um, yeah, I so said, depending on the area, you know where what culture you're hearing the story from is where well, you might get a different story. Yeah. Cause, yeah, because
1: I was getting confused because um, lately I've been hearing a lot of like like people referring because like i always thought like sirens were mermaids i thought they were the same thing like because essentially like when you look up the definition of a siren is basically like someone that lures people you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like it could be through song it could be um sometimes it's like an attractive woman that does it sometimes it's you know whatever and um I guess because they always kind of associated that with mermaids. So I thought sirens and mermaids were the same thing. But recently I've been seeing articles about like sirens on land. And I was like, what? You know? And because um, there was one thing about they were talking about witchcraft and sirens. And I was like, what is that? Um, but I guess it's basically luring. You lure someone. to their death. Yeah. Yeah. Like basically you get someone to trust you and to be like, Ooh, who's that? What is that? You know? And then slowly like the best thing was uh Empires of the Caribbean where she was singing. And that is a song to this day, I don't know why, it gets stuck in my head a lot. Is that Jolly Sailor Bold song? Mm. Um I don't know why I catch myself listening to it, listening to it sometimes. I don't know why it's weird. But you know like how like all the mermaids were like attractive and the sailors were in their, you know, the boat. And they were, you know, like, singing, and then all of a sudden, it's like...
0: <sighs> they kill, like, creatures and take them on the water, and they start killing and eating them.
1: Yeah, so yeah. that's the best way, like, now I can, like, understand what a siren does. It's basically someone that... And as, when you think about it, like, anything can kind of do that. Like,
0: the original, s- uh, okay, yeah, But The original siren song lore kind of came from sailors hearing it, you know, the hearing the beautiful singing of a woman mm-hmm. sailing their ship towards it, and then hitting, like, rocks and stuff like that, and, and basically sinking the ship. Yeah. That was, like, oh, dang. the siren song would basically take you to your death. Yeah. Um, so, people, when the stories got out about it, then, you know, sailors try to, when they heard that, they, ah, they try to get away from it. Yeah. So.
1: You want to hear another creepy thing? As a creepy fact that I found was that um this diver, like, found, like, er, I don't know if the, the body washed up on shore. No, it couldn't have. So, it wasn't on shore. So, it was, like, underwater, and these divers found a body. And it looked like it hadn't been dead, like, super long, but it was by, like, a shipwreck. And I didn't know that. Eels can crawl on your body and eat your organs and you die.
2: <laughs>
1: and because they said they'd never seen anything, And the fact, too, like, a lot of people said that eels, you think they're, like, these tiny little things, but underwater, they're freaking huge. They're, like, anaconda-sized, like, snakes underwater.
2: Yeah. Ugh. Sea service. Oh, I
1: hate. I don't like eels. Like, when they have it at the pet store and you... Go by the fish tanks. forgot. They're like small, but they're like eely. Well, oh, someone,
0: uh, so someone, I remember I saw a picture of me and was like, eels, when, they, when you see them in tanks and stuff like that, pictures of them, they always look like they just told you a a, like a a corny joke and they're waiting for you to laugh. Yeah. yeah.
1: Huh? <laughs> huh? 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 Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I have another encounter story. Um. um so I have another um encounter story um from the thought catalog um like i said it was on that article um so unfortunately sometimes people go out to see to commit suicide or yeah believe it or not there's people that do that anyways so this kind of like talks about um this guy who unfortunately came upon somebody that did that I guess the idea that your body just keeps floating, you know, not your body, but the boat. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. So this is this guy's story. I came across a man who'd hung himself on his boat five or six miles offshore about four or five years ago. The eerie and truly creepy part was realizing what it was. We just saw a boat out of nowhere in the middle of ocean without any, anything other than blue horizon in sight. At the break of dawn, and there was fairly thick fog as it had rained the night before. Realizing that the figure hanging from the boom was in fact was one of the most was a man was in fact one of the most haunting things I'll ever see.
0: Hmm.
1: The boom of the ship, where's that?
0: Yeah, well, it's like you know the main staff and the oh shoot, yeah, uh, it's like you must say branch that goes across the a boom.
1: Shoot, so dang that would freak me out too
0: mast and that's right the mast is like the main pole that goes all the way up the boom goes across
1: gotcha so he was just hanging it could you imagine seeing that Ugh,
0: that
1: that. and just floating like (laughs) just the ship is just floating
0: with that but you think it'd be top heavy like that it would like flip over but yeah
1: so another thing that um like someone that goes out on sea quite frequently says is that the thick fog like You know like when you're in the middle of the woods and there's no one around you and you're just kind of stuck there and you're by yourself and like you start hearing weird stuff, seeing weird stuff, that kind of thing. They said the ocean is no different. And they said for whatever reason, the fog gets them. Like, Like, every single time they go out on ship, they've been going out on ship for years and years and years. But every time that fog rolls in when they're out there, it's the creepiest feeling ever. Hmm. Yeah. I guess you could see... I don't know. I don't know. No. You know what would freak me out? And I would not choose to do this, but, like, if I was on a boat, right? I'm on a boat. Yeah. If I was on a boat at night in the middle of the ocean, because you don't know what the heck's coming up by you, and it's like you can't see anything, really, except for what's in front of you. I'm being on a boat, like, in the middle of the ocean freaks me out to begin with. Like, Cruises, no, I couldn't do. But
0: well, there was that image. Um, people always say it's fake or whatever like that, and it could be. It, it feels like it is. But that image of a it's like a clouds, it's raining, it's stormy, right, and coming mm-hmm. off the ocean. Someone like on the beach, and the lightning flashes behind the the clouds. And you see a shadow of Cthulhu.
2: Dang.
0: Yeah.
1: Well, that's like another thing too. Um, unfortunately. With the sea, like there, there's a story on here where you know you, they were fishing or whatever, and an actual body that had been dumped was in with the fish. So, have you seen that video where uh, I don't know how believable it is, but they you know, taking this big thing of fish, the fishermen, and there's like what they think is a mermaid and it's trying to get out?
0: Yeah, that's what that famous documentary that Discovery Channel did, of all people, yeah, on mermaids.
1: Dang. Yeah, I haven't actually watched any of the documentaries. I know there's a lot.
0: I mean, it, it came out. It came out as not real, mm-hmm. but things they used in it um, are the blue yeah. notes. That's real. Yeah. Um, the Navy having uh, uh, psych psych. I want to say psychonic, but that sounds stupid. Um, uh, basically, a sound weapons mm-hmm. that creates you know psychic. Not psychic. We what the hell of where on. I'm trying to look for?
1: Well, it's kind of crazy. Uh...
0: Concussive, there we yeah. go. Concussive waves of sound that would disrupt other submarines' instruments. Yeah, and the navy was creating those, and they actually tested them, like under under underwater, like sound bombs. Yeah. And that's what caused a lot of sharks out and uh, sea animals to uh, basically wash up on shore. Oh yeah, right? I remember that. That yeah. happened like early two thousand. Yeah, 2000s. there was a bunch of whales, and they said yeah. they don't
1: like how they. I forgot what you call it, like beaching themselves or whatever.
0: Now. The Navy never admitted to that, but it was wiki-leaked that that's what they were doing Mm. years later, hence why they use it. And a blue note is a sound that they found uh, underwater. It doesn't sound like the whales. Yeah. It's higher-toned, and it sounds like it's coming from a smaller animal. Dang. Hence why they they think it's... It it almost has the the vocal range of a human. Yeah. Of how it sounds, but it's very loud. Dang. Yeah. Creepy. That's what they chalked up to. Hey, it could be a mermaid or a siren, or this is the legend. What the do you remember? Uh, or it could be just an animal we haven't discovered yet.
1: Did you um, ever see that one where it was like these two guys? I don't know if it was ever proved fake or anything, but it was like the two guys. They were walking. It was like one of those like cliff beach things, like you know where there's like cliffs. It's not like like just flat beach. It's like rocky. Yeah. And they saw that thing sitting on the rock, and then it like. When they noticed, when that thing noticed that, like, they were looking, it dove into the ocean.
0: Hmm.
1: Creepy. But
0: I mean, it could be mermaids. I mean, you would never know.
1: I mean, technically, I think it was the whole thing with Lemuria, like, when it went underwater or whatever, that they were saying that some of the people retreated into the water and became mermaids.
0: Well, if you ever watched that,
1: was was the like, lore behind it.
0: Yeah. If you ever watched that fake documentary, but. They use that idea if mermaids were real, right? I think is what they should have done it. Like, if mermaids were real, this is how they would be created. Yeah. Uh, like early mankinds, right? Our mm-hmm. Homo sapien, even before the Homo sapien self, right? When we evolved, some of us went into the ocean and lost our hair over time and we liked it. We were, we gained web feet and hands. Uh, we learned how to swim and we got liked so much we stayed there and yeah. evolved in the ocean as much as us evolved on land. We all technically have water capabilities, right? Humans mm-hmm. can swim. And most creatures that are above land and water, we can do both easily, mm-hmm. right? We learn to hold our breath. We learn to see. We can see underwater clearly, well, for most part. And we learn how to swim. We actually have minor webbing in our own hands.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It's not a lot, but it's enough that we can get a good, you know, push ourselves to the water. Yeah. And there's some, I want to say it's in Australia or somewhere or New Zealand, um, an event where dolphins and humans come together to catch fish. Wow. Now, granted, dolphins are smart and stuff like that. And they, they, they understand, but this event and this how the humans and dolphins work together was never taught to the dolphins. These are mm-hmm. wild dolphins and they, mm-hmm. they know what happens if they push the fish into that direction and they get caught.
1: Yeah.
0: So it's almost like the dolphins recognize humans.
1: Oh yeah, Dang. as
0: friendly as if they've seen them before.
1: Yeah. Well, if you think about it, like there's a lot of instances where dol- dolphins have helped humans.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and they're the only ones I think too of like major sea creatures that have major interaction with humans. Because, like you know, like how you can swim with dolphins or whatever. That's like on my bucket list. I kind of want to do that at some point in my life. What? Like. I forgot where. I think it's like in Florida or some like place like that. But like you can swim with dolphins. Like they have an exhibit and you go and you like swim with dolphins. Mm. It's like a huge like water tank. Like not in a tank. That's another thing. You know, that's a phobia of mine. Like. Funny enough, I used to one fact when I was a kid, I used to want to be a marine biologist. One of the many career paths that I wanted to go down. And. I have, like, a phobia, like, if someone took me and dumped me into a tank, like, an aquarium tank, like, with the sharks and stuff, that, I would die of, like, instantly of, like, shock. <laughs> like, I, I wouldn't be able to, um... because I know one time, like, I, I we went on a field trip, and one of the things was, like, because obviously there's, like, quite a bit of aquariums around this area, and one of the things was like, you get to go behind the scenes and see. I think even, um, in like that cartoon, like Blippy. That kid's cartoon, Blippy. cartoon. Well, not cartoon. Show. I don't know why I said cartoon show. For anybody that's parents and their kids watch Blippy. Ugh. Anyways, there's an episode where he goes like behind the scenes, like to feed the fish and the like animals. And in my head was like, like i would be petrified like i'd be holding on to something like because literally he goes out and it's just like he's standing on this like square above this tank i'm like oh my god <laughs> that would be a freaking way to torture me just throw me in like a tank like that
0: uh i can see you know if we were both do it, i shake the, the thing oh like,
1: my god <laughs> no i would be i would be holding no i wouldn't even but you know what though when i was a kid bridges used to scare me like not bridges like big bridges but like just like a little bridge that you walk on or crossway like over water or above water freaked me out like because over here because we live on the coastal area like they have where like you walk on like the wooden decks and you go out above the ocean or not ocean but the or like a pier or something like that like that freaks me out
0: well it looks like we're running out of gas here
1: yeah <laughs> No, but, there, I mean, there's a lot more. I feel like a lot more stuff is coming out about the o- ocean than before. A lot of people are kind of, like, digging more deeper into that stuff.
0: What is it in store for next week?
1: Okay, so next week is going to be intense. And I'm kind of excited about this episode uh, because it's something that I've been researching on the side. Um, and I'm... The way I'm approaching the episode, too, is like I'm looking at people that say the naysayers about them. And then the people that said, you know, like their stuff is true and they, you know, go for it. But we are digging into Ed and Lorraine Warren's case files and about them as people in general.
0: Yeah. And we talked about them a lot on the on the episode. because Well, we kind of look up to them. Yeah. Uh, the
1: reasons why, too, I got into pendulum work because I saw her doing it. And I actually tested it last investigation that we did. And you just have to be careful because, obviously, if there's darker, stronger things, I think they can have a pull on, like, leading you, you know, astray, kind of, like, distracting you from where it needs to be. But, yeah. Yeah.
0: So, you're going to hear us uh, fan out. uh, Yeah. fangirling, in a sense.
1: Yeah. And we'll kind of cover, like, what did the movie show versus what's actually occurred. Yeah. So.
0: But, uh, yeah, look forward to that, guys. And, as always, we'll catch you widows in the next one. Yes. (music) you. <music>